We'll check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. Welcome back to another episode of Paranormal the New Normal. For all my watchers, yeah, I know, I've been gone a little bit. Sorry, it happens. But you've had plenty of episodes on Spotify to listen to. But I'm glad to be back here. And today's episode is a little bit, is a topic we haven't really touched on much, but I'm really happy we get to touch on it finally. But you'll figure out what that's all going to be about in a few minutes. First things first, let me, let me introduce my guest today, Simon Dwan who is a consciousness researcher and the founder of Metacomputics Labs, which we're going to find out what all that is about in a little bit. But first things first, how are you doing tonight? Well, today today for me is tonight for you. (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm based in London. This is 8 o'clock in the evening. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Jeremy. Uh, It's a pleasure to be with you today. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you on. I I, I love when I get to interview people from other countries. It's always the, it's always more interesting because it's just things we don't hear about over here. Especially, especially I, I haven't heard much about what you do, but first things first. Well, actually, I'm going I'm to do things a little differently today. What is Metacomputics Labs and what do they do? Just so my listeners have an idea what we're talking about. Uh, well, uh, Meta Computics Lab is set up uh, to research a new paradigm. It's a post-materialist paradigm. Uh, aims to unite consciousness, mind, and matter. Yeah. So we, we research a broad range of phenomena, not only physical, uh, but non-physical. Uh, not only normal, also paranormal. Yeah, so we include all the data set. So we try to build a new model, which uh, can sort of explain all those phenomena, including uh, physical, non-physical, normal, and the paranormal. So we're building a new uh, scientific paradigm, uh, which is actually based on consciousness. Yeah, we're based on the premise that consciousness is fundamental and everything arrives from consciousness yeah so that's what we are doing now interesting and well now i'll ask the question i usually ask first what made you want to get into this field like what brought you down this path um well um i'm supposed to be a materialist actually uh I did my PhD in material science uh, from Cambridge University in the UK. Oh, okay. uh, I, I was born in China. Uh, I came to this country in 1980s uh, as a student. And uh, so I studied material science and finished off my uh, education with a PhD in material science from Cambridge. 
And uh, so I, I have been happily uh, working as a materialist scientist uh, until I come across a paranormal phenomena, which uh, sort of uh, fascinated me. And uh, so I have, I thought I have to go beyond the materialist paradigm, materialist uh, worldview. Uh, to explain all those um, so-called weird phenomena which I come across. So I, I come across a few phenomena which, uh, which bothers me and I, I couldn't explain with the existing materialist paradigm. That's why I seek to, to establish a, a new paradigm so which allow me to make sense of everything, yeah, including uh, materialist uh, phenomenon and non-materialist phenomenon. Well, that's, I mean, that'd be amazing if it if it could be done. I mean, if if everything could be explained in like one big bubble, basically, that'd be amazing. Like paranormal, especially because paranormal is one of those things that basically exists because we can't explain it. I mean, if we could explain it, there'd be no more paranormal; it'd just be all normal. Yeah, and my show, my, my my show wouldn't exist, but still, <laughs> I'd be willing to take that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so paranormal can be normal. Yeah, at the moment, it's perceived to be paranormal or weird because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, if it doesn't yeah. make sense, it's nonsense. Yeah, and if it's nonsense, people reject it. People think that's that's not possible. And that's, uh, they, they refuse to uh, accept it. But if you have a paradigm which can make sense of all those phenomena, and uh, it's no longer nonsense. Yeah. So that's so, what I'm trying to do. So let me ask you this. What yeah. paranormal topics uh, did you experience that got you into this? Like what paranormal topics made you say, like, I want to be able to explain this? Well, I... Uh, I've been working on this for more than 20 years. Uh, what started was an experience uh, with a, a dentist uh, that was in China. I was in, on a business trip in China and my, uh, uh, my, my tooth played up, uh, becomes painful, my wisdom tooth. Yeah. And uh, I consulted the the, the conventional dentist, they, they said, oh, it's, it's actually, uh, it's not uh, trivial and we have to give you a, a general anesthetic and uh, it's, it's, it's quite a big operation because it's, it's wisdom teeth at the back. It's, it's quite yeah, big. They're, they're buried, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but my friend uh, in China said, why don't you go to this place? Uh, so I went, and this dentist, when I went to this, this uh, dentist, there's a wall of pictures with uh, uh, celebrities, with uh, leaders, including the uh, Communist Party uh, Politburo's uh, leadership. And uh, so that was encouraging. So I, I went ahead uh, to have the uh, tooth removal. What he did, was actually just use a, a pair of tweezers to pick it out. Yeah. And there's no anesthetic injection, no blood clotting uh, injection. And uh, it wasn't that painful. He just took it out. And then we went to lunch together. Sure. So at the lunch, and I asked him, what, what happened? What the hell did you do to me? And he said, uh, I have a, a incantation. Yeah, I don't know what, <laughs> what do you mean? If you understand <laughs> what's the yeah. meaning of incantation. It's, it's like a spell like. Yeah, uh, like, a, like, like, like spellcraft, yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And he said, uh, I, I, I use that in your teeth. And that, then I can pick it out effortlessly. Uh, so that triggered my fascination and curiosity into uh, paranormal, uh, into psi phenomena. And since then, I have been spending a lot of time uh, investigating various kinds of paranormal uh, 
phenomena. And uh, uh, it's so diverse. I can actually, uh, I don't know whether we have enough time, but I categorize it into different uh, types of paranormal phenomena I uh, came across personally. And they are, they are physical, uh, they are chemical, uh, they are biological, uh, they are uh, informational, they are energetic. And uh, mm. yeah, all sorts of phenomena. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time uh, just uh, looking for this weird phenomena and uh, investigate the people who can produce them. So that, that's my journey. Uh, that's the rabbit hole I have been sort of a yeah. Um, Which when you say, when you say when you say the people who can produce them, are you talking just like psychic mediums and people who can do magic with either with a K or with a C to some degree? Like, is it that is it, are those the people you're talking about that can produce it, or is there something here I don't know about them? I'm very curious about. <laughs> yeah, mainly to to to. Uh visit people uh, who can produce those phenomena. And uh, also for uh, a large number of children who can uh, do a blind reading, for example, mind vision, mind reading. And uh, that's yeah. also my recent interest, working with children. And, Ooh, uh, I mean, I mean, well, yeah, yeah we, we've had, a it's it's I mean it's it's well known that children are more open to all of this than adults are because their minds are still free yes. of all the barriers that adults put up to stop themselves. But yes. I mean, I'm sure you I'm sure you know as well as most people who listen to this show will know. It's hypothesized that everybody has these abilities. We just block them with walls in our brain, and it's all part of the brain we can't we don't use. Mm. So. So, that, I mean, that, that, that's true. That's true. I think uh, everybody have potential, but children are especially easy to train them. And in China nowadays, there's a lot of uh, psychic uh, training schools uh, to train children really? have the psychic ability, and they are very easy to train. Yeah. So uh, many children actually uh, undergo this kind of training as extracurricular activity. Uh, so after school, they, they have this training and they can blind read and uh, they can do all sorts of other things as well. Yeah. Huh, large number. You're talking about a large number of people. Yeah. I, well, I mean, the, the East has always been way more open to the mystical and the holistical side of everything than the West has. The West has always been very close-minded about all of this. Like they, our government admitting, the U.S. government admitting during COVID that UFOs are real was the only time the government ever admitted anything paranormal was actually real. So, <laughs> and yeah, and that's, that's that is encouraging. That is encouraging. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I sort of look into UFO as well. Um, there's UF sightings throughout the history oh uh, yeah i was gonna say i mean yeah. you're in the uk and as soon as you said that the first thing that came to mind was the rendlesham forest incident of 1980 where a whole military training camp saw ufos in the sky and some of them says that some of them believe they were abducted at the same time so i mean that's mm -hmm. when you said you when you said uk london that's the first thing that came to mind with that incident but <laughs> all right okay yeah Yes, yeah. UK is also um, uh, populated with all sorts of phenomena. Uh, for example, crop circle. Yeah. Yes. And UK has the most sightings of crop circle. Yeah. Every year. Yeah. Including this year, there's a, there's a few crop circles pop up. Well, let me ask you this though, because a lot of people over here, like me, especially when we were when I was a teenager, I saw. I saw a documentary where these two guys explained how they fake a lot of crop circles like around the world. Like how he explained like, you know, the method of standing on the board so that you're not leaving footprints, but you're making shapes. And I mean, it's art. It really is artwork when people do that. It kind of pisses me off because it's like you're screwing with the real evidence that we need to be able to prove. But 
still, I mean, it's impressive. How many crop circles over there do you think are actually, how many do you think are man-made versus how many are actually unexplainable? Uh, it's difficult to say, actually. Um, I don't have a, a kind of quantitative uh, figures. Um, but uh, like all the other phenomena, so paranormal phenomena, they're always real ones. They're always oh, yeah. fake. Yeah. And this is one of the characteristics of uh, a side of paranormal phenomena. Uh, they, they, they're always mixed up with the real ones, with the fake ones. Yeah. And it's, it's like uh, two sides of the coin. Yeah. You, you have to have both. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's, why, yeah. that's why it's very difficult to prove. Yeah. Because people can fake uh, many of those. Yeah. Like uh, what I mentioned, the physical uh, side, physical paranormal. And uh, people tend to think it's just magic. It's stage magic. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Because many people can actually appears to perform the same thing with magic. Yeah. 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 I mean, with the, they can do, they can do what's the word? Um, sleight of hand or illusionary work yes. where they they can make it the David Copperfield of the world who can make it seem like they can do these things that no human should be able to do. And most of them are not really doing it. Most of them are just putting on a show to make money or to get famous. Like that's what most yes. of them are doing it for. But that's right. Yeah. Mm. It's <sighs> but, See, but there, mean, are real, there, there are real phenomena too at the same time. Oh yeah. yeah. You mean yeah. I yeah. I mean I've I've heard stories all my well not all my life, but I've heard stories over the last 10, 15 years of real witches, real wizards, whatever you want to call them. There there are real ones that have existed throughout time. It's just they uniquely had these abilities and they just learned to hone them. And sure. I mean, the most the, the best example I can think of in America is rainmakers, Native American rainmakers who seem to be able to make it storm out of nowhere when their crops need water. And I also have had a I've had the, a, the descendant of a water witch on the show as well. And he had the ability too, somewhat like where he can if they're looking for like a water for to put a well in. Like his his father and him could both point you to the right spot where you can go to get water in a yard. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. But to me, that doesn't seem like it's magic. That seems like it's your mind's more attuned with the natural energies of the earth, and you could sense where things are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. At, at least to me, I mean. But when you say physical, what do you, what do you think UFOs are? That's that's the question I guess I should be asking. Is what do you think UFOs are like? Where do you think they're coming from? Um, UFO is uh, it's a from a parallel universe, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, in, in my theory, um, so after twenty years investigation of the uh, various phenomena, I, I came sort of to the conclusion that the, the cosmos is actually a result of rendering from a rendering machine. Hmm. Yeah. And sometimes people call it a simulation. Uh, but I don't like to use that word simulation. Uh, I sort of prefer to use rendering. Uh, so it's a processing output of computation, basically. That's what the creation is. Yeah. And with that creation, you have multi existence yeah you, you have sort of multiverse yeah uh, and uh, so normally we only experience one level of reality one level of VR if you want to see use the word VR so this physical reality is a virtual reality yeah and uh, because it's programmed to obey the law of physics Therefore, it appears to be physical. Yeah. And uh, you can program an image so it becomes, it behaves as a solid. Yeah. <laughs> then you perceive it as a, as a solid. So it's basically VR, but there's more than one layer of VR. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the the, the, rent, the, the rendering engine can operate at a different clock speed. So at each clock speed, you can render another universe, parallel universe, which vibrate at a different frequency. It's like you have a different TV station, TV, uh, different radio station. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes they blend in together. That's right. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, normally they are separate. Yeah. 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 And if you tune in one station, you experience you receiving information from that station. And some people can tune into multiple radio stations. Then they, they receive different uh, images, different experience, different information from different parallel universes. Yeah. I think UFO is from another parallel universe. Yeah. Which that makes was, sense. Makes, yeah. It makes sense because a lot of people, there are a lot of believers out there who believe that aliens are not extraterrestrial, they're ultra-terrestrial, meaning they come from another dimension, they come from another universe. Like they just, they found a way to either, they found a way to get through like the universal break barrier barriers, the dimensional barriers. They found a way to pop through them somehow or or they're not doing it on purpose even. Like you said, it's just overlapping of different universes for a few minutes and then it goes back to normal. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Like they, 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 they can alter their frequency into this frequency. Then they, they can appear to us. Yeah. Hmm. We, we, we are in the same space. It's like a different radio station signals. Uh, all exist in the same same space, but we, we because we don't tune in them, we, we can't see them. Uh, when, when UFO change their frequency, vibration frequency into this physical level frequency, then they appear. If they, they, they change their frequency back, it's like a default frequency, and they, they, they disappear, we cannot see. Uh, um, another way we can experience UFO is that some people can tune in their frequency. Then UFO uh, will appear to them. Yeah. It, yeah. Which... You know, there's two ways uh, UFO can be perceived. One is the UFO change their frequency to our physical frequency. The other way is some people can tune in UFO's default frequency. Therefore, yeah. they can they can receive the information. They can they can render that image. Yeah. So I mean, the basic way, the best way to put it for everybody to understand this is basically, you have a radio, and either either the station is changing their frequency, or you're tuning your own frequency, and somehow you're going to match up, and it's going to line up eventually, and you're going to see something. Exactly. I mean, I've had people on the show before who I had I had a guy on the show who told me like he's like. Every night, if I go out and look for a UFO, I will see one. And that lines up perfectly what you're saying. He must be in frequency with them. And that's yeah. why he can always see them every night is because he's he doesn't have to look. He can just look up and they're there because he's already tuned into it. That's whether right. He wants, whether he wants to be or not, but he's already tuned into it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And uh, also, the people can perform paranormal phenomena are those people who can tune in different frequencies. Yeah. Because um, it's it's a multiverse, yeah, multi parallel yeah. universe, and the, the 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 level above programs the level below. Okay, so if you can tune into a, a level above, you can get into the database, which mm. which renders this level, yeah. If you can interact with the rendering engine, i.e. the computer, then you can alter some programs. Yeah. If you alter the programs, you, 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 you have paranormal. Yeah. Because paranormal is disobey the physics. Yeah. Normally, the rule set for this physical universe is determined by physics. That's a set of rules, yeah. And uh, so that's a program uh, with a set of rules who determines this power, this physical reality as a physical 
has to obey the law of physics. At another level, you don't have to obey the physics. And also at a higher level, you becomes programmer. Yeah, you can interact with the random engine. You can alter the program. If you alter the program, then the, the, the physical reality can be changed locally, temporarily. Yeah, so that's how the paranormal phenomena occurs. Interesting. The, the, only, the one question that keeps coming in my head, though, mm-hmm. if, that, if that explains UFOs, what explains that f- people who say they've been abducted and taken on board these ships and experimented on? I think people get abducted. They, they are not actually abducted physically. Yeah. And uh, the, I think their body is still here. Although they experience they are abducted. Yeah. It's basically, it's like a dream. Yeah, dream is also a parallel universe. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I doubt it, the, the, they are taken away physically. Yeah. Although for the person who experienced this, they, they, they would fail as if they are they abducted physically. I, I doubted that. Yeah. I think because we actually also exist at all levels of parallel universes. Yeah. yeah, each and every parallel universe have one of us. Yeah, it's like a nested Russian dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get, I get that. I mean, yes, yeah. For, for anybody who doesn't know what they are, I'm sure you've seen them at some point in your life. But they're dolls that basically the smaller one goes in the bigger one, and it just keeps going on and on and on. And they're they're fun to play with your kid. They're really fun to play with. But <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, we are already exist at the lower all levels, like that's the Russian dolls. Therefore, if we switch off this physical one, we can make the other one another layer of Russian doll active. Yeah, I think what's adapted abducted is another layer another layer of uh, the person so there it could be their consciousness it could be their spirit it could be any of these other parts of a human being that are abducted and then i mean it makes sense to some degree but i mean there still has to be some physical abductions i feel because you have all these people who have this metal on their skin and they and it they get it taken out by doctors yeah. and they examine it it's, it's not from anywhere <laughs> It's not any known metal on earth. So yeah, yeah, it can be physical also. Yeah. Because uh teleportation, for example, teleportation is another phenomenon. Uh, I have been looking into that. In, in China, we have people who can do the teleportation. And we can actually uh use the GPS tracker, yeah, which location tracker track. They, they can actually teleport that tracker into miles, miles away, hundreds of miles away. So because they, they, they make that disappear and transport, teleport to another location, we are actually can track the movement of that tracker. Yeah. So uh, again, the location of object in this universe is basically data. It's a coordinate, yeah? It's X, Y, Z, okay? If you are able to interact with the rendering engine, if you can get into the database, you can alter the data. If you alter the location data, and then that object appears to another location straight away. Yeah. Which I'm just saying that... That right there is some Harry Potter level stuff, and that would be awesome to be able to. If I, to be able to do that would be amazing. Like you forget something at home, and you can just think about it and have it t- and teleport it to yourself. Like that being crazy. That'd be crazy. I mean, that would make life so much easier. So much easier. But, yeah, yeah. And uh, we we have people in China can do that. Yeah. One of my colleague, one of my friend who investigate uh, paranormals. And uh, he visited this 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 guy, and uh, this guy can do the uh, 
teleportation. And this professor, it's a university professor, he's a professor of philosophy, and he forgot his business cards. Yeah. And, and then he, he told this, this guy, oh, I, I forgot the business cards. And that guy actually teleported some business guys, cards from a professor's home to the, to the, uh, to the location where they are. Yeah. See, they, why isn't this more known about, though? Like, why, do, why is this not like being shown in documentaries and whatnot? Like, oh, <laughs> like I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the government doesn't want it getting out, but I'm sure they're like, we need to keep this under wraps for now. We can use this to our advantage, but... No, no, no. People don't believe it. People reject it. Yeah. It, they, they, refuse, they refuse to believe it, most people. They think they, they, you're, you're just making up. You just <laughs> yeah, I mean, because because our education, our education, make us think it's impossible. Yeah, it cannot happen. Yeah, it's a materialist science education. Okay, so yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, yeah. They they teach you. Oh, if you forget something, you could go buy another in the store. You don't. There's no way. There's no other way you're going to get the original unless you go all the way back home, and that's going to take too long. So yeah. you have to go buy. You have to go buy another one. I mean, that's yes. A material. That's, that's a materialist society for you right there, basically. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's but the same it's, as, also it's rare. It's it's not easy. I mean. Oh no no yeah. Not. So uh, it's very few people can do this. Yeah, and this guy, by the way, he can teleport money, banknotes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. We we actually locked him up in a lab in, in Beijing. Mm. And uh, we stripped him off, uh, including underwear. He's, he's naked. We locked him in a room. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he managed to teleport some banknotes into the room where he is. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And did... Did they actually coordinate that it came from like a bank that was missing money or something? <laughs> it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's quite complicated. Uh, the, he according to him, he cannot spend the money. Okay. Huh. Yeah, and the money will disappear in a few days. It has to be well, returned. It has to be returned to somewhere. Uh, he, he got it from. So there, there, there's there's a governing governing principles in the universe also. Kind of like kind of like Newton's laws, like things that yeah. will always exist no matter how much we try to disprove them. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. And so there's a limitation what you can do with it. Yeah, hmm. that's that's quite interesting also. And he, he said he can, he cannot. You cannot use the money. Which that right there, I mean, that foils anybody's plans of uh, robbing a bank with their mind. But because if it's going to disappear in a few days and you can't spend it, there's no point in doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why. The, that's why. The, yeah. But yeah. Uh, let, I, let think, I think that there's a laws in the universe which keep it stable. Yeah. Uh, it makes sense, like like the butterfly effect, like for time travel. Like yeah. if you go back to the past, you can't even step on a butterfly because it'll change something dramatically in the future. That's like right. it's it, those kind of principles that just. I mean, we wrote they were, a lot of these were originally written as fiction too, but that's the funny thing is that a lot of them are proven true. Like a lot of things that were written in fiction back in the eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, as guiding principles of life. In that in that novel, more would become a true it become a true principle. Like it's something that people really believe nowadays. Like, and it's something that has been proven. That's that's the amazing thing about life is we basically were writing stuff that was going to happen. Mm. But mm. let me ask you this though, because you said energetic is one of the fields of this. When you say energetic, because over in the over in the over in the UK, I've had guests on from the UK before, and. They were paranormal investigators as well, and they talked about how they would investigate like the fae and fairy circles and that type of phenomenon and elemental magic. So, is that what you mean by energetic? Or 
uh, I think it's uh, mostly for uh, energy healing. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. And you using qi energy, yeah. In China, we have a concept of qi, yeah, which uh, I think in Indian they call it prana. Uh, that, yeah, that that kind kind of energy, which you can use to heal people. So many of those uh, paranormal phenomena can be used as a healing, as an energy healing uh, technique. Yeah. So um, they, they can remove tumor sometimes within your body. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've had, I've had a few energy healers on the show before and it's truly incredible. Their stories of what they've done. And yes, I mean, and like I said before, the East has always been a lot more susceptible of this type of healing compared to the West, because in the West, it was always, oh, you need to have health insurance. You need to go to a regular doctor. None of that other bougie stuff is going to work. Like it's, uh, it's you got to go to this guy. But yeah. I mean, I, I've, I work with a um, life coach who's a Reiki user as well. And mm-hmm. I've seen what she can do from a Zoom meeting and I can feel the difference after I'm done with her. So, I mean, I am a full believer that energy healing can happen. Like it's, it could change your outlook on life. It could change your attitude. It could change everything. Like it could, it could break yes. down mental barriers you have in your head. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just incredible. Yeah. It, it's, it's like um, what I mentioned, the, the tooth removal. That, that's also, I think it's kind of uh, energy, application of energy also. And, uh, uh, there's also a phenomenon called uh, psychokinesis. Psychokinesis is to move object with their mind. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. That, that can be classified as energetic. Uh, and uh, people also develop engines, develop perpetual motion engines. And uh, that's energetic. Okay. And the, and the people, uh, if you can move objects, if you can move objects regularly, then that device can generate energy. Yeah. So yeah. There, 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 there's, there's engine running and uh, run by the mind. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, which appears like a perpetual motion engine. But it actually powered by mind. Yeah, I could. I mean, hey, I mean, what what, what do scientists say that there's eighty percent of our brain at least that we don't use, and that we don't know what we don't know what that part of the brain does even. So mm-hmm. I mean, all this stuff could be just what that part of the brain does, but we don't know how to unlock it. We can't break down the barrier that's stopping it all from working. Yeah, maybe it's not the brain which does the work. Yeah, according True. to my theory. Uh, everything is rendered from this computer, from this rendering engine. So the manipulating of this engine will produce all sorts of things. In theory, anything is possible. Yeah. Uh, coming back to the energetic side, um, there's a people who can charge uh, iPhone, charge laptops with mind. They can actually produce electricity. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. So that's another example of energetic side, energetic uh, paranormal. Yeah, I mean, trust me, I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that too. That's another one of those things that would be so helpful in life. But uh, especially when your phone's about to die and you're nowhere near a charger, that'd be the best (laughs) thing in the world. But Yeah, it can happen. It can happen. Yeah. I I believe it because, I mean... There was a show that Stan Lee, a documentary show Stan Lee did a long time ago, where he actually went around the world and met people who had what seemed like superhero abilities to begin with. Uh-huh. And there actually was someone who could produce electricity out of their fingers. Yes. Like they, it was just a natural thing they could do. Yeah. It was, and I believe he, I believe that person lived in like the Southwest United States, if I'm not mistaken, but it was just, I mean, and they showed him, they showed him like being able to do that. And it's just 
seeing is believing on that. If you could see it on, there's no way they're faking this for TV. There's no way they can't be faking this. Like it's just, yeah. Why would they? Yeah, the the people can just hold two wires, and and in between it's a it's a normal light bulb, yeah? yeah, and the light bulb can light up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Which... So there's electricity that's actually going through it. Yeah. Uh, all right, and so that's all right. So, what do they what 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 category of this would the like would the elementals, the fae, the fairies like fall underneath? Because all over the world, people believe in these creatures, and like they've been around since the beginning of time in stories. Yeah. So, yeah. where would they be on this scale of different categories? I, I think that's informational. I would classify that as informational because uh, I see them as a VR virtual reality mm. and uh, they are rendered by the uh, computer and uh, they appear at the different parallel universes as a default location and uh, as we discussed sometimes they can change their frequency and they, they can appear at this level yeah it's all information interesting and what about, I mean, because they said these fairy circles are basically like portals and that people go into them and then they they come back and it's days later. Like, so it, yeah. is, it, is it possible they can create like a portal to their dimension, kind of? Uh, I wouldn't say it's a portal. I think it's basically change of frequency. Yeah, alter the frequency. Hmm. The portal implies there's a location you need to go there and uh, go through the tunnel, guess, yeah. for example. But I don't think that's necessary. As long as you can change the frequency, you are in another level of reality already. So you yeah. don't need to go to certain places. Although there might be places which are more susceptible to change the frequency. Yeah. yeah like, 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 for example, like, like inside the pyramid or something, and uh, some secret locations, they, they may be easier to change the frequency in that. But it's, it's, the, the key is the frequency change, vibration mm -hmm. frequency change. Yeah. Yeah. Tuning into different radio stations. That's, yeah, which, which I guess these people, these people that say like they disappear for days. Maybe it just takes them a couple of days of Earth of, of our frequency time to figure out how to get back to our frequency. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're stuck in that frequency for a little while before they can bounce back. Yeah. Also, the the, the time flow is different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, because at each level you have a different vibration frequency, and that vibration frequency is determined by the clock speed. Mm. of the rendering engine which produced that VR. So the, the, the sort of vibration frequency is basically determined by clock speed of the computation. Interesting. The, the computation, uh, you, you have to have a clock in the computation, yeah? And yeah. that clock running at a different speed at each level. Therefore, the time flow different speed at each level of the parallel universe. So typically in the UFO encounter, uh, abduction, they lose a lot of time. Yes. People lose time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I listened to one of the uh, uh, people who have uh, UFO experience. He was actually driving yeah. During his driving, and he experienced hours of uh, UFO abduction. Yeah. But he didn't lose much time because he's driving. He can't afford to lose time. Mm. But he actually experienced hours in another level of universe. So the, the, the clock speed is very different at each level. 
Yeah, makes. I mean, it makes sense, and I. Yeah. I mean, and it, it, it's funny you say that because I mean the the, mo- the most famous alien abduction case in the United States was Barney and Betty Hill back in I believe the fifties, and it was the same thing. They were driving through New Hampshire on their way back from their honeymoon, I believe, and they were abducted supposedly, and they lost hours and hours of time. And their typical typical story where their car their car stopped working and. Like they saw this thing in the sky, they got out to look at it, and next thing they knew, they woke back up in the car, and it and it was the next morning. So. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. We 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 also have uh, people uh, who basically uh, spend three months in another planet in, in, uh, abducted abducted by UFO. But actually, in this Earth time, he only spent one night. Mm. Yeah. It's like a dream. But that dream is so vivid. Yeah. It's an abduction story. And he stayed there for three months with all the details he came back to write down. That's, yeah. The st- I mean, there's a, lot, there's a lot of stories like that. And they, they're fascinating as could be. They really are. It just... Yeah. yeah. But the, 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 from the time difference, uh, my model predict they, they, they are not in this level. They are in another level of reality, another parallel reality. I mean, yeah. each level, fundamentally, each level of reality is the same. They are all VRs. Yeah. And, but they are produced by different rule sets. Yeah. Some rules are physical. The other rules are not physical. Another big difference is the time because of the clock speed is different. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, so we covered we covered physical, we covered energetic, and we covered informational. There was one or two more uh, divisions you said. Uh, biological. I mean, you can interfere with the biological material. And uh, we have done a lot of experiments with psychics in China who can germinate a seed with, within minutes. Yeah. You have a monk being seeds, yeah, and put it yeah. in his hands. And uh, after a few minutes, it's already uh, shoots that long. And uh, people are using it in, in agriculture, actually. There's an application in agriculture in growing vegetables and fruits and other agricultural produces. They can they can increase the yields dramatically using the psi ability. Which that's that would be a lifesaver for a lot of places on earth, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every, everywhere really with how much with how bad food prices are, that would lower food prices. But. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And there's people who, who practice this in agriculture. Yeah, they can produce new species also. Yeah. Again, my exp- explanation is that they, they can actually alter the program. They can alter the, the, the speed of growing and they can alter some characteristics also. Yeah, by the mind power. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a biological uh, the other one is chemical. Chemical, again, they, they can they can alter the chemical property of matter, hmm. yeah. and uh, they can enhance the flavor of alcohol, wines. Really? Yeah, it's <laughs> expensive. Expensive wines. Yeah, they oh, can yeah. make that uh, flavor mature much faster. Sometimes if you have a expensive wine, you, you need years, years maturity, yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they can reduce that speed, that, that time required to mature. Yeah. And, and also they can they can produce perfumes and enhance or enhance uh, the, the fragrance of perfumes, expensive perfumes. Yeah, hmm. we have people, 
you give the, you give him any objects, yeah, and he 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 just hold in his hands, and he come back, he give back to you, and you smell it, you smell amazing, smell fragrance, yeah. So basically, he can alter the frequency, uh, the 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 chemical property of matter. So it smells differently. Yeah, that's that that's in, that's kind of I mean that's incredible. That that would be incredible to be able to do that. I mean I I know a lot of people would like the wine part, but it's just the, the to have that ability would be something beyond belief. Like, and I'm sure most people would love to have that. A lot of these abilities, if they could, but they haven't unlocked that part of their body yet, and they just they may never they may never because it's something. From what I've been told, you have to actually really actively try to unlock it if you want to unlock it. It's not, it's not going to happen just naturally unless you're one of the few born that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if we understand what's going on, and then we can sort of uh, consciously make the effort to change it. Yeah. To train yourself to do that. Yeah. Mm. So... Uh, that's the beauty of a theory. A theory uh, not only explain phenomena, but also uh, give predictions and give directions for your practice, so you know where to go. And uh, so um, that's what I'm trying to do also in, in my lab. Well, let, let me ask you this: What do you think? Of because I think it kind of ties into what you're talking about. What do you think about what they're doing with at CERN in Sweden with opening, trying to open portals or black holes like in their laboratory? Um, they uh, manipulate the material. Uh, so by manipulating the material, they can observe different phenomena and uh, they can bump into new phenomena, which could be useful. So, um, yeah, but they are at the level, which is at the physical level. It's phenomenology level. Okay. So they don't get into the programming level. I think that real high technology is actually to get into the programming level to interact with the rendering engine. That's the real high technology. Yeah. And that actually save a lot of time, save a lot of money. Yeah. Same, so, so expensive. They, they, yeah. they spent trillions, billions. They did. On, yeah, the, the euros. And to, to build a, a tunnel miles and miles long and trying to smash particles. And it's fine, they can produce phenomena, but it's still physical. I mean, it's still phenomenological. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. I mean, it... yeah. but what, what I'm trying to do is actually to get into the programming level, to actually alter the program. If you can alter the program, you alter the reality, you alter the output. Yeah. Like the healing, what we had discussed. I mean, disease is also a rendering process. Yeah. You can imagine a disease is actually a bug in the program. Okay. Yeah, like a, vi a virus, for lack of it's a word. A, it's a, like, a, well, the virus, the virus is physical. I mean, virus is phenomenological. I mean, underneath the virus, it's the code, it's the bug. Oh, yeah, I, I meant it was like a virus in a computer system. That's why I was... Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's a virus, it's, it's a bug. And uh, so if you can fix the bug, you fix the disease. So at the programming level, I think that's the real high technology. So you need to be a programmer, yeah, mm. not a physicist. Which, of course, no place on earth is teaching people to be programmers yet, correct? Sorry? No place on earth is teaching people to be programmers yet, correct? There's no degree to be a programmer like this. 
yeah, but I think there will be. Uh, I mean, I mean, some psychic people—they are already programmers. Mm. Yeah, and they are able to hack into the system, and they make the modes modifications to the program. Yeah, they, they, they do have to be in the conventional sense of a hacker, which which write the codes. Yeah, they, they don't yeah. need to write the codes. They only need to be able to interact with the random engine. Yeah. So that's enough. It's like we get into the car and tell our GPS uh, navigator where to go. And the GPS will respond with a, a fastest or shortest route we can choose. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to code the GPS navigator. You just need to interact. You just need to voice over. Then it will does the programming for you. So, I mean, psychic people, because they are able to get into different level of reality and they are able to interact with the engine which renders this real reality. So they are already a program in a way, although they don't write code. They don't need to. I mean, nowadays, even our physical computer is less less needs to write the code, yeah? Exactly, yeah, I mean. Yeah, like a like chat GPT, you can just tell it to yeah. be. Yeah, it writes the code for you. Yeah. But if we, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how that would change society. That'd be the interesting thing is how society would change if that became a major thing. If, if people, if everybody, everybody everywhere learned to do this, like how would that affect the world? How would that affect like the guiding principles of reality? Uh, yeah, this, this is already a game. I mean, well, yeah, but if, if it, more people were keen to it, it's, it's a, I mean, this VR is a game and, uh, if they can understand, uh, it is actually a game, and uh, you can also change the game. That makes life more interesting. More importantly, they can realize they have more potential. They are than they are. Yeah. Instead of just being an avatar, they can be a actually player. Yeah, and they can also it be a programmer. So that potential can be explored a lot further than they are now. Yeah, I think we uh, behave, we live at a different capacity. Some people more like an avatar, more like an NPC. Yeah. Yeah. Or we just react, react with the situation. Yeah, and we don't really uh, control that much. But some people, those are successful people. They they actually, they can actually behave as as an active player. They, they control the situation. They make changes. They innovate. Yeah. But at another level, you become a programmer. Yeah. You can mm -hmm. do all sorts of uh, paranormal things, and because you are able to change the program. Well, let me ask you about this, because we didn't get to this, but, and we are getting to the end here, but where do the physical cryptids, such as, say, Bigfoot or sea monsters, tie into all this? Bigfoot, Bigfoot sea monsters. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a VR, okay? Yeah. If it's a VR, I mean... Everything can be programmed. Yeah. But then but then why would they be programmed that way? Like why would they throw these things in just to have people? I mean, is it is it just is it to distract some people and keep them occupied so they don't see like look at this hand, don't look at this hand type of thing? Uh, it can be. I mean I mean intelligence is also humorous. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, they can be humorous, so they can produce something by changing a few codes, and then display that codes in the form of a big foot. And no. that that would fascinate people and give some people hint what reality really is. Yeah, I mean most people will ignore it and they they see it and they they forget it, but for some people, they'll think hard. They will have this curiosity to look into that further, and those people will gradually discover the nature of reality, which is is basically virtual reality. So basically, all right. So you're you're basically saying that these things are like the Easter eggs they put in movies, they put in video games, like little, just a, a little the cool thing put in by the creator of it, just to kind of give you like a momentary ha before you continue on with the story. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Make this game uh, more, more spicy a little bit. All right. It, it, make, it, makes, it, it makes sense. I mean, I can see it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, Simon, where can people find out more about this if they want to find more about what you're doing? Uh, well, I have a website, uh, metacomputics.com. And uh, if they can go into the website, you will find some uh, my publications and uh, my YouTube channels. And um, so, yeah, my my um, Twitter account. And uh, so they can ask me further questions. And uh, I also do a private consultation to help people. Uh, to live a more fulfilling life, if they understand who they are, yeah, yeah. and uh, their life is much more fun, much more fulfilling, because our, our true self is the programmer, and not everyone use that capability. As I said, most people live as NPC, which which is sad, yeah. But if they understand, they are actually the consciousness, actually. In, in my model, everything is from consciousness. Even the computer, even the rendering engine is made of consciousness. And, and the consciousness is our true self. Yeah? I define yeah. meta-consciousness. Everything starts with meta-consciousness. And I define the matter consciousness as the power, the power to conceive, to perceive, and to be self-aware. And, and that power produces this engine and programs this engine and rendering different level reality. Yeah. And also this power play different avatars. Yeah, all the avatars, all of us, are played by this power. In some tradition, they call it God. In some tradition, they, they call it Brahman. In <laughs> some condition, uh, call it the Tao. Uh, yeah. It's the same thing. It's the power, the creative power. We are that power. And at a different level, we may uh, render as a as, as a god, as a small god, yeah? We can yeah. render as an angel. At this level, we are rendered as a physical body, yeah? But each one of us is the same one. The true player, the true creator, play us as an avatar. We are all one. It's, and that's a good way to leave it right there, actually, folks. I mean... If you want to find out more about this, please go check out Simon's site. And if you want to do more with it, then set up a one-on-one -on -one session with him and see what he can teach you. He's taught me. He's taught me a lot in this hour. My brain is now spinning with the ideas of all this, and <laughs> I can't. I, I I can't wait to actually dwell on this some more. But all my listeners, I want to thank Simon for coming on today. He's given us one hell of a show, and it's been very it's been very informative and very entertaining. So, to kudos to you, sir. And you all know where you can find me. Listen to the outro if you need the reminder, but you all know where you can find me. And I will actually be back tonight with another inter interview. But uh, for all my listeners, 
check it out check out the next episode in half a week and remember to like and subscribe thank you and once again thank you simon it's been an amazing show thank you jeremy thanks everybody for listening and we will and i will see everybody later tonight or you'll be hearing me in half a week have a good one you can find me on facebook as jeremy bryant or you can find me as uncensored unapologetic and untamed uq podcast collective group facebook group you can find me on twitter and the instagram as at juggler bastard or should i say x now and you can find me on tiktok as that juggler bastard podcast you can also find me on youtube as paranormal the new normal and you can also find me streaming on youtube as blind knowledge network because all knowledge is blind until they admit bigfoot exists